Welcome to Conversations with B. I am so excited about this journey where I am letting my passion lead me towards finding my purpose. My heart is filled with gratitude because you have decided to come along with me as I interview these special guests whose stories have resonated with me and I hope can inspire you. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with B. I am so geeked and ecstatic today because I get to interview my favorite therapist, and I know after this show, she's going to be yours too, Just Jocelyn, also known by her government name, Jocelyn Gavin Lane, but more affectionately known as Just Jocelyn. Jocelyn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brittany, for having me. I'm so excited. I met you about seven years ago now, and I always looked up to you. You always were a go-getter and had things going on, and you were just a woman that I was like, I want to model after her. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a business owner. She's in a professional corporate world. She's a nonprofit world, and you balance it all so gracefully. Recently, since I became an entrepreneur, you welcomed me into your fold, um, and being a part of your accountability group is something that has really you know, been so inspirational to me. So I do want to thank you for that. Thank you for being an active member of the group. I appreciate your input and your, you know, you giving back to the group as well. Thank you. Thank you. So let's dive into this conversation with B and just Jocelyn. Jocelyn, so you do have a lot of things, but at the core of it, you are a therapist, right? I want to know about your journey into being a therapist and when did you know your purpose? Well, I did I was confused when I went to college. I also attended the Jackson State University. Yeah, I love. <laughs> so um initially when I went off to college, uh, my major was actually elementary education. I wanted to be a teacher and um after that not really sitting well with me. Um, I changed my major to nursing. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't really like that. So I always, at the premise, wanted to help people, but I didn't know in what space um, I wanted to help people in what space fit for me. So I changed my major again <laughs> to social work, and um, that was that was my thing. Um, I loved it. I still love it. I have been a social worker for 20 years this year. Um, so I, have, I have seen a lot. I've had the opportunity to experience a lot. And now in my role as a group practice owner, um, I'm able to give back. And also as a coach, I'm able to help up and coming therapists start their practice. And, you know, be able to help others on their journey to private practice as well. That sounds really great. I I definitely can relate to changing majors, you know, finding what works for you and what sits well with you. And that's, you know, I think part of the challenge in realizing your passion. For, for me, I always wanted to ask, you know, a therapist or a social worker this question so I'm going to ask you this question about dealing with challenges. Can you provide some insight on how do you face the challenge of being this vessel where people constantly pour into you? They pour into you 
sadness, they pour into you, you know, depression, they pour into you, like you said, things that they're going through and you've heard a lot, you've seen a lot and they're pouring all this into you and you're a vessel. I think of therapists like priests, you sit there and you get all these confessions, but then, you know, you can't carry that. You have to pour that out to fill you back up so you can be ready for them. So how do you deal with that? Um, For me, um, being filled up is having a lot of self-care. You have to be really intentional with your time to refuel and refocus. And so I do that on Thursdays and Sundays. Those are my days that I take away from my business and um, either do things with my daughter or I, you know, do things by myself. I'm my only child. So I thrive in a space of being able to sit with myself and uh, refuel as well. So having a really good structured self-care regimen is how I'm able to continue to move forward. And I love what I do. So, um, I've developed over the 20 years a skill of not taking things home with me. Uh, What happens at my office stays at my office, whether that's virtually or in person. So I've developed, had the opportunity um, in the mentorship in the past to be able to develop a skill um, that helps me to, you know, be really intentional about my self-care. What happens at my office stays at my office. I try not to bring my work home. If I do have to bring my work home, I call those marathon days. If I'm charting, if I'm doing treatment plans or uh, working on my business, those are my marathon days. And so I'm really intentional about that time too, so that I don't continue to have to do that over and over again, because then, you know, you don't have days off and it's important that you always have a day off. You always need a day to just refocus. And so you, but you have to be intentional about it too. So you can't just say, I'm going to be off on Thursday. Okay. So what does that look like? What are you going to be doing? And you have no plan of how you're going to refuel. So whether that's watching shameless TV, reality TV, um, having a glass of wine or binge eating, you know, on some veggies or your favorite dinner for the night, like having a plan uh, and being intentional about what you're doing with your time. I love that, Jocelyn. I'm definitely going to have to take a page out of your book because I am the queen of running marathon days and not pausing, right? And um, and my favorite part about that was the glass of wine, although my version might be a bottle, but hey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to a bottle from time to time. (laughs) Yeah, intentionally. So I'm going to plan that out. I'm going to write down on today, I'm going to drink a whole bottle of (laughs) Cabernet Savant. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so Jocelyn, I do want to ask you, so you talked about getting into social work. So I would think that, or I'm visualizing that you got into social work and you went out there and you got a job and you were working for somebody. Mm-hmm. It's no secret that you have like the biggest entrepreneur spirit of anyone I know right and so what happened to where you went from okay I want to help people I'm going to help people through social work I'm going to apply for this job and help people and then somewhere along that there was a turning point where you became just Jocelyn where you you are a black owned business yourself and you have a brand so how did that happen well I will tell you how it happened um and 
my friends can attest to this and two other ladies that are in my office that are also therapists can attest to this. I spoke my intention for years before it actually came to pass. Um, while riding in the car to staff meetings, I was very vocal about how I wanted my life to be. And I wanted a group practice. I wanted um, competent, professional Black therapists to be a part of my group who could help individuals that look like them. That was my goal. That was my purpose. Um, I'm not, I don't apologize for it. Um, I'm really intentional. I love it. I love it. And we, you know, we service um, everyone, but I wanted to be able to have a space for therapists that look like me to be able to help other girls and other little boys that look like them. Because, you know, with the stigma of mental health in our community, you know, it was really important to me to have a safe space for people to come. And, and I was going to say that with when you open Premiere mm-hmm. and from where we are, right, just putting your face out there, people knowing who you are, having that prior relationship, it did remove so much stigma. So I heard people in the community talking about now I'm going, I'm going to therapy, I'm going to Premiere. And I saw that shift in it being so, you know, taboo or something just has to be wrong. So I'm going to talk to Jocelyn. And I think part of that is the way, like you said, you affirmed that thing and you manifested it. And that shows in your life and how you carry yourself and, you know, with your daughter and with your husband and everything you have going on. So because people, I guess you say, already liked you or were already comfortable with you, once you brought it out, to you know, open up premiere in our community, it made people more more willing to say, "Let me at least try it out. Let let me have this conversation with her." Yeah. So it's important to have. Um, it's important to hold space for other people that look like you. Um, for me, growing up and and being an adult woman with anxiety as severe as I, as I've had it in the past, before I talked to a therapist myself. You know, so I know what it's like for my clients to sit on the couch and have to tell a stranger, you know, all of their deepest, darkest thoughts and feelings. I know how intimidating that can be because I have been on the couch talking to people before about my feelings. So I am really, I I try really hard to make my clients feel comfortable. I try to um, build a good rapport with them and make sure that they understand that I'm a person first, and then I'm a therapist. You know, I, I, I try to really be <clears throat> um, accommodating because it is really, um, it can be really, it can well, be. Really, actually, were you scared um, branching out on your own and making this space and opening it up for people that look like you? Was I, it scary to accommodate? I was terrified. I sat in my car with one of my best friends on the phone and she kept saying, Jocelyn, it's a year lease. Like if it doesn't work out, you can do something else. You can go back. Cause I I started premiere in 2013 and I was only doing private pay clients and home studies for um, people who wanted to adopt children. So I, my, my therapy space was very limited when I first started. And then when I rebranded in 2017 and started the group practice, it like flourished. Like, 
it was like overwhelmingly um, stable and I was able to get cl more clients than I could handle and then had to hire other therapists. So it worked out, you know, very well. But the initial fear of having, you know, you got your household bills and now I'm about to go open a business <laughs> and I got to make sure that I can pay these bills at this business because it takes time for you to start making money. You know, so I, I had, I was very strategic and I tell people that all the time. I didn't just jump into entrepreneurship without a plan. I had a plan. I had money saved. I knew exactly how many months of rent I had that money to the side. So if something happened and I don't see a client in here for the whole year <laughs> at base, I can pay, I can fulfill the lease. You know what I'm saying? Like just at base. So I wanted to be sure that I, you know, was able to, to do things. And so I'm, I'm really honest with people. I didn't quit my job. I didn't quit my nine to five. I, I kept my job because that paid my household bills. So I didn't just jump that way. I was very strategic in the way that I opened my business and how I expanded it. So let me ask you this. It's evident that you, you know, got over the fear and being terrified. Were there any, you know, people or books that influenced that part of you or just in general influenced your growth? Or was it just that faith believing in you and said, you know, I read something from Joyce Meyer the other day that said it's OK to do things in fear because fear is when you need God the most. Right. right. So I was like, wow. You know, sometimes I sit around and say, let me wait to muster up the courage to do it. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to be scared and do this thing because God has me. So how did how did you overcome that fear? And, you know, what can you hear about that? I had to, to stop and because fear can be so overwhelming and it can be so um, draining. I had to just take a step back and say, damn, remember who you are. Mm. It's a lease. Okay. So what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is nobody show up. Okay, you got the money saved to pay the lease. You know, so I prepared. And so once you prepare, you know, you got to go ahead and have the faith and do it because, you know, faith without works is dead. Okay. I have all the faith in the world, but if I'm not going to put anything into it, if I'm not going to move forward, then how can I expect the blessing when I won't do my part? I love it. I love it. I love so it. So I, I, I wanted it. I knew what I wanted. I was laser focused on it. I affirmed it, I manifested it, and I did it. And it was not easy. Um, I have made lots of mistakes. Um, but I, one thing about me that I, I'm really confident in doing is when I make a mistake, I don't stop. I don't let it stop me from doing, I published a whole journal with mistakes in it. <laughs> And I, I didn't tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, like I ordered like 300 copies of this journal. I wanted it by deadline. I was, you know, I got in my own way, but I learned from that. I hired somebody to proofread, proofread for me this time because I couldn't, I realized at that point, you can't do everything in your business. You gotta, you gotta outsource things. You gotta hire people. You gotta, you know, you have to spend a little bit of money on things if you want, if you want it to work out. So I scratched that that journal and I started over with a with a new one. Like I didn't stop. So I think for me it's about, you know, you make mistakes, you bump your head, 
I'm not stopping at this door. I'm going to figure out a way to go around it, over it, under it. However, I need to go to get to where I want to be. Then I find a way to get there, but I don't stop. And we spoke about that earlier because, you know, being transparent, I have, you know, I had a few sessions with you, myself and my daughter and a trait or a comfortable space for me has been stopping, you know, or, and so the, the disgust I have for stopping now is like, no, 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 no. I can't like, it's, it's no, nothing, right? Like it's not going to happen. It's not an option. But in that, I do realize that I have to allow myself or afford myself the opportunity to pause because there are some things that happen where you just have to slow down a little bit, right? And it's okay. And so I love the fact that you said that. You said you did, you had a whole, put money into it, had all these copies and, you know, it was a mistake or two, but it wasn't the end of the world and you kept on going and and you learned from it. That's the biggest thing. We go through these things and it's almost been like a theme for lately with every person I've been talking to, knowing and applying. Right. Knew it, you you gained some more knowledge and then you applied it to make yourself even bigger and better and greater. So I really, really love that. I want you to talk about, because we, we've said Premier and we've said just Jocelyn. And I think I've mentioned your nonprofit as well. Jocelyn wears many hats, you know, like cover girl. She's been on magazines and everything. So I want you to kind of explain to my listeners who Just Jocelyn is and what Just Jocelyn is. So Just Jocelyn, um, I, I kind of came up with that because in my uh, working with my marketing director and my marketing coach about who I wanted to be and who how can I set myself apart, you know, from others? And what was my thing? What was my jig? You know, so we just kind of talked about that. And that wasn't like a one session, one meeting, you know, it was several. And when she would ask me, you know, who are you? Who is Jocelyn? What is Jocelyn? And I would be like, I'm, I'm Jocelyn. Like, I don't know another way to say who I am. And so then I was like, I'm, I'm just Jocelyn. And it was like, bam, that's it. And so with the, um, with just Jocelyn, I want to appeal to others, to an audience that I'm just, I'm me and I'm not anyone else. I am, I'm Jocelyn from Bay Springs. (laughs) Bay Springs, Mississippi. You know, I, I'm from a small country town. I am just Jocelyn, but I'm happy and affirmed in who I am. And feel, it's fulfilling to have that, you know, to mold that from yourself. And and I'm okay with the fact that Jocelyn has made some mistakes. Jocelyn has done some things she probably shouldn't have done, said some things she probably shouldn't have said, you know, but this has been a journey for me. And I, my goal is continue to just, just be Jocelyn and be okay with that. Because I feel like the first step in affirming yourself is being authentic. Mm. You know, you can't be an inauthentic person and try to put yourself out there to others in a helping profession. And people could tell when it's not genuine. Right. You know, people could right. tell in anything. Cause you know, I work with children and families and 
you know, I've dealt with that. People, you know, not being genuine or feeling that even coming from me, it wasn't genuine. So even though the intent behind it was, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. the, the feeling does right. you know, make a difference. So just okay. Jocelyn. This Jocelyn came about. I am who I am, and I'm a lot of people's favorite therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. So where can we find you, and where can we keep up with you? So I can drop that information in the episode description so my listeners can know how to make you their favorite therapist, too. Well, I am on uh, social media on Instagram at just underscore Jocelyn underscore LCSW. Um, You can find me on Facebook at just Jocelyn. Um, You can also follow my group practice, Premier Counseling Services on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, great. And so Jocelyn, I always, I know you've been seeing me playing with my hands and writing down stuff and things like that. I have a, I was gifted a card deck of questions. So at the end of every interview, I just select a random question to ask my guests. So your empowering question is, is there something in my life that makes me forget time while I'm doing it? What is it? Is there something in my life that makes me forget time? Um, When it's just me and my daughter. Oh, yeah. That, that is something that I can do and not ever get tired, not ever realize the time. Um, I, I have, I think a lot about how we grow and how we change throughout our lives. And, you know, for me, there's never enough time. That's one thing we, we never have enough of. We can never have enough time. And we only get to do this once. We only get to do this one time. So we have to make the best of the opportunities, the, um, the, the spaces that we're put in to help other people. We have to take full advantage of that because we only get to do this once. So we have to be very intentional about how we're living our lives and how we're showing up for other people. So for me, it's just, you know, I can do that all day. I can spend time with my, with my kid. We watching TV, reality TV. We laughing and chopping it up. And so for me, it's just spending time with, with someone who I've had the privilege to birth and raise. So that's, that's um, I love not something that I don't take lightly. Queens raising queens. I love it. Jocelyn, this interview was so special to me and I enjoyed this conversation with you. And I know some insight that you are about to launch your very own podcast. So I wish you the best success and love. And I'm just sending you all this power because I know you're going to rock it out and be the greatest host (laughs) for your um, space that you're providing. Thank you, Brittany. And I appreciate you being a part of my accountability group and keeping me accountable and teaching me new things about this new space that I am going into with podcasting and just being a good listener and and answering questions. So you get all the praises, Leah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. This was a conversation with B and just Jocelyn. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. To support Conversations with B, 
visit my website, www.thespiritualandbougieway.com, where you can read my blog, join the TSBW journey, or subscribe for updates. Remember, God loves you very much because you were created for something special.